Yes. <laughs> so, you know, there's kids who are completely blind to trash and socks on the floor, even if they left it there themselves. And so we would often play the game. I still see 10 things that could be thrown away or put away. So who can find me, you know, one of those things or five of those things. So we made it game when they were younger. And so that was really great. Welcome to the Simplified Organization Podcast, 15-minute conversations with real moms about managing our homes and family life cheerfully to the glory of God. We can actually enjoy housework and love being homemakers when we focus on truth and work with gratitude. I'm Misty Winkler. I write and podcast at Simply Convivial, and I run Convivial Circle, a community helping women to excel at homemaking and doing life cheerfully. Today, I'm joined by my good friend and a mentor inside Convivial Circle, Abby Wall. Abby is wife to Matt, mother of five great teenagers, homeschooling three, and as a family, they live in the country and raise sheep. She loves to read, discuss educational philosophy on Scolay sisters, lift weights, and gather large groups for big hospitality. Thank you so much for joining me, Abby. Oh, always a pleasure and always a fun time. So when we talk about homemaking, most of us either think about cooking or cleaning. <laughs> Sure. Two, two big things for homemaking and for cleaning up. It seems like we often make that a bigger project than maybe it needs to be. And we get overwhelmed and both you and I have been homeschooling for a long time. Yes. And been through many seasons with that. <laughs> but one additional component to either the stage of life where everyone's little and everyone's home yeah. or the stage we're at now where everyone's big and still everyone's home. Yes. That being home all the time just means things are used a lot. Yes. The space has to function a lot all yes. the time. So what have been some of your strategies that you've found that really helps manage the space and the stuff and also your attitude? Yes. Managing a, a space, managing people, managing myself, right? All of these things are really helped by a good attitude. I have to understand that, you know, I am not just a manager, but I'm also mentoring people in those uh, roles as well. Like I am training and discipling as well, because I need to be a good example. And if I have a bad attitude, then guess what happens to everyone else? <laughs> they also get a bad attitude. Or if someone has a bad attitude and I react badly to it, I also, it just doesn't help. I think that the attitude piece for me with like simplified organization is the key. But the other one that I love is EHAP. And this is the, as your definition is, everything has a place. And I added everyone has a part. No I... one is excluded from EHAP. Now those roles change as kids, you know, get older and things like that. But for the most part, everyone has a part 
even if it's a little bit because they've, you know, grown out of some things. So EHAP is when we decide to tackle putting things away. When my kids were all little, which I had five kids, five and a half and under when my twins were born. And that was a lot. (laughs) So it looked very different, but we also had a smaller house, which was a total blessing and things like that. So it was my little kids helping me along and it was me involved with them, showing them, helping them along. And it was fun. And it was an atmosphere of let's tidy up before dad gets home. The house was mostly a disaster for most of the day, but right before dad got home, it just seemed to make everything a lot more smooth and he was less stressed and it was great. So that was how we started EHAP. And, but as I iterated and grew and things changed as I trained and mentored my kids through this, you know, they got really proficient at it. I could assign them a room and they would get it done. And, you know, some kids were had a more natural knack to being able to notice things and pick things up. And it was like, we would go and inspect because you can't not inspect uh, because what is it? Expect what you you inspect, right? What's 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 don't expect what you don't inspect. Yes. (laughs) So, you know, there's kids who are completely blind to trash and socks on the floor, even if they left it there themselves. And so we would often play the game. I still see 10 things that could be thrown away or put away. So who can find me, you know, one of those things or five of those things. So we made it game when they were younger. And so that was really great. And then one year I read a couple of books like on leadership. And one of them was extreme, extreme Jocko Wilnick. And he's like a ex Navy seal. And He talked about how they had very clear standard operating procedures for going in and doing a like room sweep. And they wanted to have this for like safety. So everything was done the same way every time and they didn't miss anything. And there was like a chain of evidence and all this different stuff. And it got me thinking when you have that many kids that close together at times in your life, you really do need that very I won't say rigid, but very disciplined, very disciplined ideals and things set in place. I know that it is much easier for me to obey and do things when I have a very clear picture of what that looks like. And so we started developing kind of these standard operating procedures for each room. And it really helped my kids be able to know what what was finished, what when it was done. And it took us a lot less time because I was, they weren't constantly coming back to checking on me. I wasn't constantly going in like, Hey, you're not done yet. Come back here. And one of the things that we did practice is, and my husband actually suggested this is like, mom, is there anything else I can do? Nice. And so that was really good. We've also done the different things. Like we, maybe we just need like three rooms ehapped. We can't do anything more than a kitchen, a bathroom and a living room. Right. But the rest of the stuff or after school, just ehap your homeschool stuff, go put that stuff away. You know, it doesn't have to be long. I don't think we ever spent more than 20 minutes ever doing EHAP. EHAP is short and effective because it has an end time. It like has a very clear parameters. And when I um, put those standard operating procedures, it really helped clarify for my kids what was expected. And it really balanced out a lot of like the feelings of things not being fair. You know, Mm -hmm. because my kids are a lot very close in age, 
there wasn't a lot that one couldn't do that the other could do, but sometimes, you know, kids are kids. Everything's unfair. And yes, it is unfair, but we're fine with that. Like that's just (laughs) how life is. But sometimes it was really great to have, you know, this very clear list, you know, at one point we had it like printed out and people could just sign up their names or I would put it on the chalkboard of the things like the areas I saw needed help. And I still do that. And then people can, they could put their names down by what they were doing and first come first serve. And if you were on it, so it was a really great way to do those things. And so, yeah, it was very helpful. It continues to be helpful, even though a lot of my kids have activities and different things because it takes such little time. I can just say the magic word. Okay. Let's EHAP really quick. And it's amazing. All hands on deck. Everybody helps. And with very minimal whining and complaining now, almost never there is, there's not really any complaining now, extra chores and different things. That's another story, but no whining, no complaining, no excuses is one of our family mottos. And EHAP has just become part of that habitual, that habitual routine. And so my kids just accept it and go forward, which is really nice. But it took years of practicing before that happened. It was just not this overnight success. It, but it started when they were young and it just continued to grow and improve. So yes. The clear expectations I'm sure was a big part of that, especially as they get bigger, having, letting the kids even take ownership of an area or a job and sign up for it. And those kind of pieces really help with their attitude portion. And then just the EHAP, knowing that there was going to be a time where things would be put away mm-hmm. has always been very helpful to my attitude where it's not just any random point. And I, you know, usually at, at a point where I'm feeling like I haven't been making very good choices about how I'm using my time. <laughs> and so I look around and I'm like, And on top of it all, everything is out of place and it's so messy, but to just like push pause, like, okay, I'm being unreasonable because in, you know, one hour it's time for EHAP and all of this is going to be put away. So calm down, you know, clearly (laughs) this is my problem, not an everything is terrible, no good (laughs) problem. Yeah. I think too, like. Oftentimes visual clutter can be really stressful and overwhelming for certain personalities or certain like times in your life. Right. And you can think, oh, if I just clean everything up or if I keep everything clean, that's going to go away, but that's not actually the solution. If things were always clean, I would still have a hard time with my attitude. You you would. So I think that it's one of those um, sanctifying moments is like, actually, I'm going to let this go. And I'm going to sit down and read with the toddlers, or I'm going to have this conversation with my teenagers. I'm going to make a phone call to deal with something, right? Like there are just certain things that come up in our lives that, you know, we have to deal with and they're the important things and the clutter and the messes as much as we would like to think it's going to be the magic solution. Um, sometimes we really just need to focus on what's really important and we will get to the cleaning up. And this isn't like, oh, I'll just put it off till never. Um, but it is prioritizing what is the important thing in this moment. And if you can clean it up with a good attitude, then by all means go for it. But if you're really struggling to think that this is going to be the solution and you start barking orders, I think that is a real clear sign that you need to pray 
and you probably need to confess something <laughs> and <laughs> repent, right? Repent. Yep. And then move on towards cleaning with a cheerful attitude, which I know I struggle with because sometimes I just think, oh, we just need to get this house in ship shape and then everything will be fine. It could be, or <laughs> it could just be I'm being cranky and not really, yeah, not focusing on what needs to be done, you know? Mm -hmm. so, yeah. And the keeping EHAP short allows the kids to get on board mm -hmm. because they know that you're not just going to keep piling it on because yes. that's the mood that you're in. Mm -hmm. It's this defined thing where the expectations are known and even us as moms aren't allowed to go outside of that definition or set of experiences is really helpful yep. and that it's recurring. So it happens regularly, but it's also short. So the point of it isn't we're going to get the house totally clean. Yes. It's just, we're going to keep that normal entropy. Yes. From getting <laughs> too, yeah. too bad. Yeah. From taking That's over. Right. That's right. <laughs> Thank you so much, Abby. You had some great ideas and tips for EHAP and for strategies for you know, iterating during the different stages of life. And I'll have to see about that new acronym. Everyone <laughs> has a part. I like it. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. And that's it for this episode of the Simplified Organization Podcast. Do you need to overcome unrealistic expectations for your housework routines or how clean your house stays during the day? Our six-week program inside Convivial Circle called Sweep and Smile walks you through both setting up a minimum viable home routine and changing what your inner narrator says about the state of your house. Improve your basic routines and change your attitude about the work itself with Sweep and Smile. We start another live accountability group through the program on October 13th, and we would love to have you join. Visit the link in the description below to sign up or go to simplyconvivial.com and click the green enroll button at the top to get started today. Sweep and Smile will help you repent, rejoice, repeat.